How do you feel about coming off the bench? Who, me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that started, where I came from. <laughs> Peter said I got to come off the bench. Come off the bench. <laughs> What's up, guys, and welcome back to Coming Off the Bench. Uh, this is episode two, and uh, I want to start off by talking about something I, I found out today about the uh, the NBA lottery. But I just found out today that I was looking doing research that the top three or the, the bottom three teams have the same chance to the, the number one pick. Yeah, that's. I don't, I don't like that, and it's my daggum look. The Knicks have been mediocre the entire time I've been a fan, and I've been wanting them to have a, a top pick, and they finally are, are, are have the best chance to have the number one pick, and they're probably going to get it. I think we'll trade up for it. Well, if it makes you feel any better, on NBA 2K, every time I've played a, played a my league, they've got the first picking, they got Zion, and I, and I put the put the 14% chance on in the, the league meeting, so... Well, I hope they do that. Well, since we've kind of already started talking about the NBA, let's let's stick with that. Are the playoffs playoffs? I think the last regular season games are tonight. It's this week, I know at least. Oh, so the the last playoff, the last regular season games are this week. So we'll start the playoffs soon. They're basically set. I think there's a couple teams. I think like the eight seed and the, the East are still kind of up for grabs by a game or a couple games are due. I looked today. I'm not exactly sure what the. Uh, um. I know the Heat are still in contention. I know the Heat and the Hornets. I think are right there, but I think most of it's set. You know, uh, just well, we don't know who. You know, in the West, it's so close. We, you know, the Thunder, the Spurs, and the Clippers right there. They could go swap six to the eight seed. So yeah, well, it's it's the conundrum of the NBA and what it's been since KD went to the Warriors. Is it? It's honestly. Not even a whole lot worth watching unless you're just a diehard, you just love NBA, because it's kind of been a foregone conclusion that the Warriors are going to win the title. But if there is a team this season, if there's a team this season that can knock them off, who do you think it is? Do, well, first off, do you think there do you think there's a shot that somebody wins the title of the Warriors? I think it's possible because the Warriors hadn't played really well this year. I know they've had some, you know, off and on injuries with a lot of their stars, all their, all five of them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, let me ask you like this: If you had to put money on the Warriors or the field to win the title, what are you taking? I mean, I think ninety nine percent of us would take take the Warriors just because they're yeah. five all stars. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I was putting money, if I was risking money, I would. I think that the safe bet is the Warriors. I mean, I don't know how much money you would win off just especially with LeBron not even being in the playoffs. I mean, so I mean, but uh, well, give give me who you think who who has the best shot? Is it you know the Rockets? Is it the Bucks in the championship? The Thunder? I mean, is the Nuggets? I mean, are the are the Nuggets legit? Are that is the Bucks legit? Is it kind of like I know the Bucks have the best record. In the league, but we think back a couple of years to the Hawks having the best record in the league, and we saw how that was. But I think it's OKC. 
if you get Paul George and Russell Westbrook go and you got a a good center in Steven Adams and you got athleticism in Jeremy Grant out there, I think they have the bench too that could compete with the Warriors. But that depends on if they play consistent. The way they've been playing recently haven't been playing consistent, so I don't think they could beat them. But I think if there's one team in the West that can knock them off, it's the Thunder. I, I could see it. In my opinion, do I think they are the best shot? I think to beat the Warriors, you have to score with the Warriors. And in the past, that's been the Rockets. I mean, you have a guy like James Harden who can drop 60 on any night. But they're all Harden. If Harden ain't scoring, who's... I mean, yeah, you're you're right. But it, it's just, I, I think he he's a consistent scorer. There's not many nights he's off. Especially this season. I mean, good Lord. He's he's carried them to their wins with I mean, yeah, Chris I, I, Chris I, Paul kinda coming back getting healthy. I, totally agree. I just I think you gotta have you gotta have depth to beat the Warriors this year. With with their five all stars, you gotta have depth. The Rockets don't have depth. I mean it's harder or nothing. And, I mean they still have Chris Paul. I mean, I mean and look how Harden's played in the playoffs his whole career. He's not really showed up. They took him to was it, did they take him to game seven last year? They yeah. took seven games last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was very close. Yeah, I mean he, was... he played well last year, but his whole career, you know, he's kind of been a no show in the playoffs. But I mean, I agree. If Harden's on, that they compete with him. I think the Spurs could. They just don't have the firepower that a Rockets or the the Thunder have. Blazers can't without Nurkic, and and to me, the Nuggets remind me of the 2015 Hawks. You know, there's nothing just flashy about them. You know. They win well, games, but Jokic is—he's—he's he's pretty good. He's pretty flashy. I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's pretty flashy. Yeah. Harden's like Kobe, though. Like, like think about the Kobe teams that I'm not. I'm not comparing Harden to Kobe by any means. But if if you were to compare Harden to a player, he plays like Kobe. He's a scorer. Now I'm not saying he plays as good defense as Kobe did, but Kobe was not necessarily known for his defense. More so than Harden, but they're just pure scores. They could drop sixty on any night. They could carry a team with their scoring to fifty wins a season to the playoffs and Kobe to the championship. So I could. That's why I say I think Harden could do that. I could see that, but Kobe had a different mentality. Kobe, Kobe didn't care if he was playing Michael Jordan, LeBron. Like he didn't care who was on your team. Yeah. He, I thought Harden doesn't have that. The mama mentality. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. I mean, yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from, but I just, I think, I think they have the best shot just because Harden gives them another. I don't, I don't think he's the best scorer in the league. No, but nobody's going to beat the Warriors. I mean, no, but I mean, I, I can see, yeah. I can see why you say that. I mean, the the Rockets have had success with them in the past, so I could, oh, I could definitely see that. All right, so let's let's talk about the East a little bit. I mean, is anybody going to beat the Bucks? I mean, they've Giannis is playing playing on a different level. What do you think? So you, they, you, you so you got the, we both got the Warriors winning the West. Mm-hmm. You got the Bucks in the East. Yeah, I got the Bucks coming out. I, I mean, I think they've. I know we kind of just compared them to the Hawks a little bit from a couple years ago, but I think the Hawks didn't have Giannis, and Giannis is potentially the MVP this year. And I think he, I mean, just with the with the the with the LeBronless East. You know, I think it comes down to the Raptors or the Bucks because you have to. Uh, 
I mean, you have LeBron to their teams and Kawhi and Giannis, two of the best players in the league. Uh, and then I could maybe the 76ers, but I don't know, I'm, I'm going to go with the best player okay, in uh, the East, and that's with Giannis and the Bucks. To me, it's a four-team race in the East. You, you get the Bucks, the Raptors, the 76ers, and the Celtics. I think they all could they all could win it. But um, personally, I, th- I think the 76ers are going to uh, – I said it ever since they got Tobias Harris. I mean, they got a big four out there in Philly with Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. I just think that that Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris may be the X factors in the playoffs, just having two, you know. Tobias Harris is a borderline star. I mean, he's played well the last two years. Then you got a borderline superstar in Jimmy Butler. I think I think just like I said I think I think He's, depth is the big thing, but the, the Raptors could easily do it. Yeah, with I can Kawhi, see the Raptors. I can Marcus see the Celtics. Saul. I mean, it's a fourteen race, I believe. The Pacers have held up without Oladipo. I, I can't believe they've held. Yeah, yeah the they, fifth seed with without Oladipo. Now they, I mean, they just can't hang with the other oh, they're, team they're without Oladipo. A sleeper team though is is the Nets. I yeah. mean, very sleeper, very sleeper, obviously, but. The way I mean, they're they're it's crazy that the East is the six seeds forty one and forty. Yeah, but and but it's just DeAndre D'Angelo Russell is playing really really well. Yeah, he really is. Uh, the, I mean, do I think they have a realistic chance of coming out of the East? No, I don't think so. Do they maybe upset a, their first round opponent? Uh, possibly. I mean, it's a possibility, but I just I don't see them winning a seven game series. Against the Bucks, the Raptors, the Sixers. I think the Pistons hold hold their own a little bit with the Bucks in that series. I don't think it's a clean sweep. No, because Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, I mean, Blake Griffin's been playing really well this year. He's been on the radar radar. Uh, but we're going back to you know you're saying can anybody beat the Warriors? I think it's the Seventy Sixers. They match up well with them, very well. They're so young. Oh. I just, I don't know. I don't think really anybody in the East has a realistic shot at beating the Warriors. I think you can make a case for the Thunder and even the Rockets, but it is tough. It's tough to make a case at the East. I honestly think, I think the best shot's the Bucks, just because you have the best player in the East is, is Giannis, I think, this season. And Chris Middleton's played well, too. And he's also. played well, too, yes. And they're a well-coached team. I mean, the thing is, the the year that the 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 Hawks were on top of the East, who was their coach? You know, yeah. And this Bulldozer and the same guy that's coaching the Bucks this year. You know, so he's a he's a really good coach with what he's got, and he's proved that you know twice now, two different teams. And I I think he has in Giannis what he really didn't have in in, in Atlanta. I mean, they had Millsap at the, that time. But he so. didn't have a superstar. I mean, no, and that's what Giannis Giannis is an MVP superstar kind of guy. All right, so moving on, we'll we'll go over you know who, who we think will who we think will win um or who we think should win all the awards at the end of the year. We'll go like, like MVP. We'll go. We'll do MVP. We'll do Most Improved Player, Sixth Man of the Year, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. So if we're starting with MVP, kind of get we'll give our 
pick and then you know why over the the other candidates I'll go ahead and start MVP I have James Harden I was like I was th- when I was thinking about it, I was like do they give it to him twice in a row with as well as Giannis has played and that is look at his stats he's averaged 36 points a game this year he's got his team 53 wins third seed in the west the stat west and like we said he doesn't have a lot of he, he doesn't have a really good supporting cast it, it's mainly him and so it's just so talking about his MVP, he won MVP last year, averaging thirty points a game. So he's averaging thirty six now. Uh, he's a little bit down on assists, but he is shooting better, I believe. Let's see. Not from last year. He's shooting the same three point percentage. So he is shoot. He's shooting about the same he was last year, and then he's shooting the same field goal percentage. So his percentages are exactly the same, but he's averaged more points a game, which is why I have him as my MVP. So who do you have? I have Giannis. I think Harden. No, Harden's probably gonna win it, but I think I think Giannis should win it. Twenty points per game, twelve and a half rebounds. He's got one and a half blocks. Led his team to sixty plus wins. Best record in the league. I just think he. he he's such a better defender than. Then uh, Harden too, like he's in the defensive player of the year conversation, like that. Just, I think that just like supplements like boosts MVP candidacy, and also he leads the team like all stats like points per game, assists, rebounds, blocks, and and I think steals too. So I th- I think I think he should he should win it. I mean, yeah, I can see that, but he is he's much better defender. But Harden's a much better scorer, more than he's a better defender than than Harden. I mean, that, that's fair, I guess. I mean, he can he can shoot better. I mean, definitely. But I mean, Giannis's post presence, post game, is what makes him well, he's good a, on offense. I mean, he's a forward. Yeah. I, and if if he develops a, a three point shot. I think if he was shooting, so he, he's shooting twenty five percent from three. Okay, and he's shooting about three threes a game. I think if he was shooting about twenty five to twenty eight, twenty nine, you want to hit that thirty mark to be considered a a good three point shooter. But hold on, let me let me finish. And he's shooting five, six, seven threes a game. For I, I think that's average for a forward. That's not considered a great three-point shooter like Kevin, like, like Kevin Durant. He's a great three-point shooting forward. I feel like if, if he develops that, and if it, if that was the case this year, even with Harden shooting scoring thirty-six points per game, then yes, I would say Giannis should win it over over Harden. But I think the fact that Harden is just so much, a, just a much better scorer, and and his inefficiencies on defense. I give you that, but he still led his team to 53 wins right now in this season by himself, basically, with his inefficiency on defense. I think he because he makes up with that with his scoring. I mean, that, that's fair. And I mean, what you were saying about Giannis last year, he shot 30 percent from three. Like, if he had to do that this year, it may would. I mean, he may would win it. How many was? How many threes is he shooting? Because that has two. a lot to do with it. Only shot two, but still. Uh, yeah, but I mean, when you're when you're only shooting. Like, cause I, I know Harden is is a shooting shooting guard, and I have to really look at like the forwards 
who lead the league well, in three pointers. Well, let me but, ask you this: like, um, you know, I'm a big Westbrook guy. But hold on, one second. Harden averages 13 three attempts a game. It's like it's a huge difference, and he's shooting 36. 36. Yeah. So like, which still isn't like amazing for a guard. I mean, he should be closer to 40. I feel like if you ah 36 if, is above average. If you if you, I mean, if you consider him as just like an outstanding three point, like I'm saying. I mean, those guys, the guys that are shooting the 40s, because I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not looking at Steph Curry's stats, but I don't even, I'm not 100 sure if he is this season. The man had to get contacts. I know, <laughs> no, I know, yeah, but like the guys that are considered elite shooters, the Kyle Corvers, the, the like the Ray Allen stuff, are the guys that are, or the Danny Greens, are the guys that shoot the the 43 point percentage. Are, that's their job. It's literally just shoot threes. They do nothing else though. Harden does. Harden scores. From everywhere, he's their best player. I mean, yeah, I I agree. Uh, but uh, back to what I was saying is, though, I'm kind of glad though. Like Giannis, he's smart enough to know he can't shoot the three. So like, like that's why he doesn't shoot him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, feel, I mean, I yeah, like, I agree with that. But why is that? Why does that give him the edge over Harden uh, to uh, win uh, the MVP? I'm, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay, uh, okay, I'm not saying. I'm just like throwing yeah, it out there. Yeah. Like, like. I mean, because I'm a big Westbrook guy, Westbrook's going to keep shooting the three till he, yeah. I mean, he's on, and he shoots 25% too. So, like, I think you got to, I mean, doesn't have anything to do with the MVP race, but that just shows, like, Giannis's IQ. Like, hey, I'm not going to get my yeah, team out of the game. I mean, you know? I'm not hating. I'm not hating on Giannis. I, I've just given you the reason we know why I think, like I said, I think Harden will win it, and I, I, I think he should win it. And, I think Giannis is a great player. I love I love watching him play. He's very entertaining. He's a solid player. He's top two this season, obviously. I think, you know, I think he's he's one of the guys that can really say, okay, maybe this guy is the next LeBron. If he develops a three point shot where he can shoot five six threes again, like just to make it where people have to cover him at the three, that that takes his game to a whole nother level, other than already is. You can remember uh, two three years ago when I said if he could shoot thirty. 30- Three percent from three, he'd be the greatest player to ever play. Yeah, and I, I, I fully that, believe yeah. that. I mean, MJ, Absolutely, I think I shot a, MJ shot a career like thirty three percent from three. So like, I mean, you don't yeah, have. To. And but like again, we look at the percentage, yes, but you also got to look at what they're shooting a game. I don't expect Giannis to ever shoot more than to average more than shooting five again. If he gets to where he develops a good consistent three point shot. He, he won't shoot more than five threes a game average, which is still kind of high for a player like Giannis who is mostly 17 feet in. All right, so let's let's move on down to rookie of the year. All right, so who do you, who do you think should win rookie of the year this year? I think Trey Young should. So... He averages 19.1 points per game on the season. But he started out slow, but since like the, the second half of the season, he's uh, averaged almost 25 points per game, nine assists, and about five rebounds. And he shoot 36% from three. And a uh, big thing with him is like he carries his team offensively. Their offensive rating, when he goes off the court, goes from 110 to 104. So it's like he's he's the big facilitator on the offense, and he gets the offense going. Uh, who do you got? 
Uh, I have. I, I think this guy should win, and I think he will win. Is Luka Doncic? I mean, it's it's crazy. We have the two guys that were traded for each other on draft night. I, I don't think many people saw Trey Young in the in contention at the end of the year, and I I think he definitely is in contention. But I just think, and like you said, Trey Young has, to your point, Trey Young's played very well after the All Star break. Luka has played very well all year. He's just played consistent all year. He's leading his team in points per game. He's averaging 21.2. He's averaging seven rebounds, and he's averaging about six assists a game. You know, and that's he's played nine games less than Trey Young, too. So he's just one of them all-around players, and I think he's going to continue to grow. And he's one of the, he's one of the few European guys that have made it in the league. I know that's not really why he's doing it here, but I just think he's just played consistent all year. And I think if Trey Young has played, I think if Trey Young has played the way he's played at, after the All Star break all year, I think it's his easy. I I really think it's his easy. But just the way Donis has played all year, just being consistent. I mean, and leading his team in points. I know they're not in contention for the playoffs or anything, but I mean that, that's big as a rookie on a team with like Dirt. And I know Dirt's old, but I think he's been a great mentor for him. But yeah, I, I like I like Donich winning it over, over Trey Young. I, I I do have Trey Young. He was my other guy. I was thinking about. It. I don't really, I can't really think of another person that really deserves it, other than these two guys. But I I think Donich should win over Young. All right, let's let's move on down to most improved player. I got D'Angelo Russell, and I'm not gonna go into much stats. Just but I think it's kind of obvious. Is he, what I. Going from the Lakers to the Nets, and then last year kind of hurt, didn't play real well, and then just exploded, making the All Star game. Everybody thought the the Nets were bad without after the Levert's injury, and then is carrying them into the playoffs. And so I, I just for for those reasons, he's I think he's the most. I, I I mean it's it's just a visual kind of thing. You can clearly see I think he is the most improved player this season. That's why I, he should win. I mean that, that's a solid pick. Uh, that my pick is Spicy P, Pascal Siakam. So last year he he averaged seven and a half points, four and a half rebounds, and two assists. Started five of eighty-one games. Shot twenty-two percent from three and sixty-two percent from free throw line. This year he has seventeen points per game, seven rebounds. Three assists, started 78 of 79 games, shooting 37% from three and 78% from the free throw line. He's he's on that Raptors team that has a two seed in the in the East, and I think they have the second best record in the league. He's playing a really pivotal role for them. So, yeah, um, I definitely could see that. So that's something I didn't even I didn't know that's a real under the radar guy. Then, and I'm not. Even, it's gonna be tough for me to argue with that just because I mean. That's definitely backed up by stats, but I think most improved player, and, and you know maybe he should win it. And but I, I think D'Angelo Russell. I, I think D'Angelo. Russell, I'm not saying D'Angelo Russell shouldn't win it. I think he. I think he's deserving of it. I, I think he will win it because he's the big name. I think with those awards, you know, you have like the Old Depot last year. I'm sure you you could have. Found, was it last year? Old Depot won it. Yeah. So. You had Oladipo last year, and if you really went digging, you probably could have found somebody very similar that nobody's really 
it's kind of under the radar that had really just not a great season at all that had a huge jump like that I feel like these awards tend to go to the the bigger names I feel, I feel like like you're kind of like with this like though is like not, not, nothing taken away from D'Angelo Russell I think you're kind of like kind of like making it like a comeback player award a little bit too like kind of feel to it the way the like your argument for you not saying that that you're wrong by no means because D'Angelo Russell has improved a lot but I, I feel like because he was injured last year it kind of yeah, just, yeah I but see him that. making the all-star team is, is a huge I mean factor mm-hmm. in that argument I mean yeah All right, let's give, uh, let's do, who you got for six man of the year? Lou Will, the best six man in the in the game. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he wins it very, very frequently. I mean, he's, he's the leading, Did he win it last year? Yeah, won it last uh, year. He's the leading scorer on the Clippers, eight seed. He still, so he still comes off the bench? Yeah, he comes wow. off the bench. I, I can That's see That's good him. promotion. We need to get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... <laughs> He probably he probably should win it. He may win it. I, I'm gonna kind of step away. Who I want to win it? I want Derrick Rose to win it. I think he's deserving of it. He's coming off the bench to, uh, with the Timberwolves, and I mean he just had a really you could you could talk to him about most improved player. I mean I mean even comeback player. I mean, but to but to have the season he had this year with the, the 50 point game he had and and he had a couple games where he scored. A lot, and he's averaged. I'm not exactly sure his average off the top of my head, but I think he it's been like pretty. 18 or 19. Yeah, so like it, it's yeah, uh, it's good off the bench, and so I, I really hope I really hope he wins. Uh, that'd be awesome for him. Winning MVP so many years ago, then those awful day injuries, and just and what would he be without those injuries? Is you know, it's just a, a what if I mean, we'll never have answered. I mean, he'd be up there with Westbrook and Curry. Yeah, I mean, he really would. In the league. So I mean, all right, uh, so. But I want to go back to Derrick Rose. Like he had some spurts this season where he looked like he was. Old yeah, Derrick he Rose. did. It, I mean, the I mean, game he that, scored fifty. As I mean, a basketball fan, it just like. Oh, it's awesome to see. Yeah. So, let's move down to Coach of the Year. I, I, I think we may have the same on this one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. If we don't, I don't know who really who you'd pick. I think you got to give it to the Bucks coach, Mike Budenholzer. I mean. I know LeBron's not in the East anymore, but to win sixty games in the East, to win to win sixty games in the East, I mean, I really, other than that, I mean, that's really the reason you give it to him. I mean, they improved. I know they they were in the playoffs last year, but they just shot up. I don't think really many people were expecting to be the number. One. I think a lot of people thought the Raptors were going to be most wins in the top seed in the East in the year, and I think they really blew expectations out of the water. Have have not not only best record in the East, but best record overall. I mean, you're talking about better than the Warriors, and I know the Warriors had their problems with injuries and stuff, but so I think it goes to my bulldozer, definitely. Um, I think it should. I think it should go to him, and I actually think he will get it. I don't see who else would get it. Um, who do you think? I got Michael Malone from the Nuggets. Okay. I, I, I can't see that. They went, you know... Bordenhoser and the Bucks made a 16 game like jump, and uh, I mean that's hard to you know that's crazy. But the Nuggets weren't even in the playoffs last year. To have them at the two seed with in the West too yeah. without a star, mm, uh, superstar. Uh, yeah. They're and talking about Jokic in the MVP. I mean I know we're not talking about him in top two race, but superstar though like top seven players in the. Are you talking about this? I'm not talking about 
the last five years or nothing, but this season I think so. With LeBron being kind of down and stuff, I mean, I think you can make a case. I'd have to sit here and really think about it. That may be a, a topic for, for another day, but I, I think I, I think if, if you're talking about a guy that is possibly in the MVP race, you got to give him a superstar. Do you, though? Like, I mean, I would say superstar is... I would give it more than top seven. I, I would say star, but superstars top seven. I mean, superstars are the elite of the okay, league. Okay, okay. We'll say star. I'll give you star then. He's definitely a star. Yeah, he's definitely a top 25 player in the league, no doubt. I, mean, I think Probably he's, top 15 this season. I, this season, definitely. He's played really well this season. I mean, he's the main reason they're up there. I mean, yeah. I mean, you you got Gary Harrison, Jamal Murray's played really well too. But Jokic, I mean, he he's yeah. a facilitator on that team. Um but uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with either of them, really. I mean, to take the talent that they do have and to put them in those positions. I mean, they don't have. I mean, the pro- progression that Giannis has made and then the progression that Jokic has made it really shows how well of coaches they are. All right, let's go through a couple more NBA things real quick before we wrap up. I, I want to talk about the Knicks for a second. I I know I touched on it with the record and stuff. I'm not going to go back over the lottery stuff I've already said, but um, it was a rough year. It was a rough year with uh, uh, kind of the, the, I'm assuming the tank happening with trading away Porzingis. And, and we got, and I'm loving Dennis Mitchell the way he's played. I mean, he's very exciting to watch. But um, they traded away Porzingis on my birthday, man. I mean, <laughs> they traded him away on my birthday. I mean, I just, I mean, I was in there working, and you text me that, and it's already been a, a rough sports year between Bama, the Saints, and the Knicks have been bad. And I'm sitting there on my birthday, and then my buddy Falls texts me. I'm like, oh, he said I'm having a birthday. And I look at him, and he goes, they just traded Porzingis. I'm like, that's a weird way to tell me happy birthday. Like, there's no way they'd do that. And sure enough, I look it up, but my Lord, I mean, I just, I don't get it, but. I mean, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, what do you think about the the Knicks and to go back? I know we, I think we want to talk about you know your jersey curse. <laughs> yeah, did I, I bought that for you on your birthday? Yeah. two years ago. Yeah. So okay, so a little it's a little context. It's a little here. ironic. I mean, yeah. oh, it really is. Yeah. So, so a little context here. Going back to when I got my first jersey, I got a Reggie Bush jersey. I developed this jersey curse. So, like I said, I'm a Saints fan. And the first year I became a Saints fan, Reggie Bush was one of their best players, and I just loved to watch him. So I was like, I got, I asked for a Reggie Bush jersey for Christmas. I got one. I got a Reggie Bush fathead. That all season, he gets traded or he signs with the Dolphins or whatever. Well, that sucks. So I, I mean, I still I wore it to all the Saints game. That's fine. So then I become a Knicks fan. Jeremy Lin gets hot. I buy Jer- when I say jersey now, I, I did get an actual Reggie Bush jersey, but the rest of these are just like the shirt jerseys you see people wearing stuff. So. But I bought a Jeremy Lin shirt jersey. Sure enough, that all season he signs with the Rockets. Oh, I'm like, okay, this is getting weird. What was it? The next one was Carmelo. Carmelo, yeah. I, I get a Carmelo one, and that all season, the the season I got it was when they thought he was gonna leave. And I'm like, okay, I finally broke it. I'm like, he's gonna retire, Nick. Yeah, okay, awesome. And then we trade him to the Thunder, and so. It, Falls buys me my Porzingis jersey 
<laughs> for my birthday a couple years ago after his rookie year because because I, I I loved Porzingis like I talked about him all the time because he was he was an awesome player to watch seven foot three could shoot the threes and he was just a fun player to watch so it it was just awesome to have that in New York and as a Knicks fan it gave me really something to be excited about and then and then they trade him on my birthday and the ter- the jersey curse continues. So, so what jersey you buy next? <laughs> Zion? <laughs> I'm going to give me a Westbrook jersey. This one will do. Maybe, maybe a, little, a little reverse psychology, see if I can get him off the Thunder to the Knicks. Get you a KD jersey. Yeah, I'm going to get me a KD Warriors jersey, so maybe we'll sign him. That's get you a do. Kyrie Boston jersey. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, yeah, that's just, that's just, that sucks, man. But maybe we can turn it around. I'd say if we can get the first round, the, the first overall pick, or even just a high pick and maybe get – Zion or or John Moran or somebody would be awesome. But let's go talk about the Thunder a little bit. One big thing that happened this year that nobody ever said was going to happen again was, and this was recently, Westbrook going twenty twenty twenty. I mean that was that's awesome. Yeah, just. Um, I mean that's something you. that they said would never happen again. Yeah. And this it is the way the basketball is played now. And it, and it happened. The guy that did it six three like. To get the guy that did it the first time was seven foot. I mean, to get out, to grab twenty what? rebounds. I don't even say call it stat, but I don't care. To grab twenty rebounds at six foot three, it's incredible. Absolutely, it is. I don't see how anybody would hate on that, and and that's that's something that they said would never happen again. Just like the averaging a triple double over the season that Westbrook has now done three seasons in a row. So it's it's crazy. Well, and I like also just like the reason you know Westbrook like he went out there to did it. For a friend that you know, yeah. Nipsey oh, yeah. got got killed. You know, like for him to go out there and put his mindset, like, "Hey, I'm getting a 2020 tonight." For for him, mm-hmm. it's just incredible. Also, that he's that good that he can go do can go do something oh, yeah, historic. Absolutely. You know, so we've seen a triple double been averaged over a season that they said was never happening again. We've seen the 42 triple doubles. You know, the, yeah. In, We've seen the 2020 game. The one thing we haven't seen yet again, which is only done once, is 100 points in a game. And I, I think it's a matter of time. Like, I don't even think it's a matter of if. I think it's a matter of when and a matter of who. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, who do you think would? Who you think? Could, who you think could do it? Playing right now. Um. I think I think Clay. Uh, when I was trying to think about it, I was like, I think Clay could do it. I mean, yeah, I definitely see Clay. He's one of those guys like you, you play with a Steph Curry, but he he's a great scorer. The guy that does it, I, I don't I don't see Westbrook doing it. I don't see LeBron doing it because I think you've got to be able to shoot threes. I think you got yeah, to- definitely, yeah, definitely. I think the two I really wrote down was either Harden or Devin Booker. Uh, Devin Booker's a real young guy, but he's already scored seventy points in a game. My lord, that's crazy. So like, I really I could see him doing it, and then Harden, of course, I think is the best. I think I mean Curry's the best shooter. Curry's the best three point shooter. But I think Harden's the best scorer in the league right now. That, that's that's who I got. Yeah, I had um. So I had Clay. I also said Curry. All right, hold on. So my little brother just walked in. We haven't introduced him yet, but Garrett, who do you think? So my little brother's name is Garrett. Garrett, say hello. Hello. Right, we're talking about who we think could score 100 points in a game. 
I and Garrett's an NBA fan, but Garrett, he doesn't know as much as your above average fan. I'd say he's average, below average in terms of knowledge, but he enjoys watching it. Who do you think could score 100 points in a game? First, hold on. First, do you know who the only person to ever score 100 points in a game is? Give me your best guess. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's that's close. That's a good guess. Yeah. Wilt Chamberlain was the. Okay, but who do you think could do it? Play now. That's what we were just talking about. First name pops in your head. Go. Russell Westbrook. My boy. All right. That's. I mean, he's been the one that that uh did the other two. But we appreciate you joining in for a second, Garrett. I mean, the guy. He's known for breaking history. I wouldn't put it past him. All right, so sticking with him, yeah, moving down a little bit. A, a thing that has broke the news recently. Have, have you heard what Paul Pierce said? I have not. What, what, what did he say? So I can't remember exactly what he I just saw this on Twitter. I wasn't even watching it. But Paul Pierce tweeted out, or, or he said something like halftime of a game that he was calling or whatever, that he was better than he's, – he's had a – his career – was better than Dwayne Wade's career. <laughs> you know, and I, I, it's just that he's that type of guy. I mean, he was the whole thing was Isaiah Thomas thing they did with the he didn't want Isaiah Thomas's comeback thing or whatever they did when he came back to sell it his first time on the, on the night they were retiring to Jersey. And I'm like, we're, we're we're giving Dwayne Wade his goodbye this whole thing, and you're gonna try to make it about you, and then it's not even true. I, I collected a few uh, a few things on on Twitter. I saw this is a this is, so these are two tweets. One's by Bleacher Report. One's by ESPN. Bleacher Report said uh, Dwayne Wade sixteen seasons. Paul Pierce played nineteen seasons. Okay. Dwayne Wade has three rings. Paul Pierce has one. Dwayne Wade thirteen time All Star. Paul Pierce ten time All Star. Paul Pierce has made four All NBA teams. Zero first team. Dwayne Wade has made eight All-NBA teams, two first-team. Dwayne Wade has made three All-Defense teams to Paul Pierce's zero. All right, so that was just kind of their seasons they had. Points per game over their career, Dwayne Wade, 22. Paul Pierce only averaged 19. Didn't even average 20 points a game his, his whole career. And then it, it continues going through the... Uh, it gives, again, the All-Star, the All-NBA, the NBA champ and stuff. And then they each had one finals MVP. And then, okay, the K, I, I'm not, I didn't even listen to what, he's, what his argument was because I, I, I didn't even, I, I couldn't. It's 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 ridiculous because it's not. I mean, stats don't lie. But I'm sure it has something to do with, oh, I'm more clutch than Dwayne Wade. Or that's that I could see that is what people may say is because he had some pretty good shots. But ESPN has, in the final 10 seconds – Go-ahead field goals, including playoffs. They are both 15 for 69. So, (laughs) I couldn't even believe he said it. I mean, I get it. you got to have confidence in yourself and stuff, but it's like, don't even even bring it up. Dude, like, that's just disrespect. Like, yeah, don't bring it up. I mean, that's like, what if D-Way would, like, what if somebody said that about him when he was on his farewell tour? You know, like, I just. I, like what if I Tracy don't. McGrady would have just said, "I don't know where, 
hey, I'm better than Paul Pierce. He'd have like, been right. <laughs> yeah, well, of course he would have, but like... Yeah, no, did. I see what you're saying, yeah. But I just, I didn't like I it. I feel like one of his reasons, too, is he's going to say, well, he had LeBron on his team. Well, didn't, didn't you, the one that, that made the, yeah, that that made the executive his, decision to come get Ray Allen and... That and was one Garnett of his points, yeah. to, to start the super team? Like, you, you literally started, like, to get the team up. The, the superstar team up happening, you know, like, so yeah. But I don't even see how that helps him because, yeah, he had he wasn't LeBron was well that and you would think he would average less points per game because of that and I'm pretty I'm sure he did after LeBron, but he still over his whole career averaged twenty two a game. Yeah, which I mean is not like LeBron's twenty five or whatever twenty six or you know, but it's still very good. I mean, he'll be he'll be Hall of Fame easy. I mean, they both probably will be, but I mean, is Paul Pierce Hall of Famer? You think? He's probably, I would, think, he's probably borderline. I mean, I, th- right. I think he's probably Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I would say if he's borderline, Dwayne Wade's easy. I mean, the he's way, easy. Hall the way Wade's in, like, like he, he's in easily. Yeah. Like he, he's yeah. a Hall of Famer. Like. So, and I, I know we've kind of skipped around here, but we talked about kind of how Westbrook's had the triple double seasons and stuff, and that that first time he did it, everybody was amazed. I remember you were crazy about it. Uh, you know that that we we brought up over the weekend on what were some of the top five seasons players has had across all sports. So that's gonna be our top five list this week is top five players, top five player, top five players seasons across all sports. So we'll go five through one. Give me the 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 player in the year. You wanna go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. So no, I'll give you all five real quick. Number five, I have 08-09 LeBron. And, and first, let's go by saying, again, this is mainly stuff we've seen. Like I, I can, I'm, I know Michael Jordan and stuff had a lot better seasons than LeBron has had, I know. But I didn't see any of them. These, this is stuff that I've seen, I've witnessed, and that I, I just, I relate with and stuff. So, so I, I said 08-09 LeBron. Then I had Westbrook 16-17. The first average triple-double over the season. That is pretty self-explanatory. That's four. Number three, I had Steph Curry, 15-16. The first ever unanimous MVP. Just the, the, the threes, the shows he put on, the threes he was shooting and stuff. And They lost the title that year, but just in terms of a, a season by a player, especially with the first ever unanimous MVP. And I know that's kind of, I don't want to say it's controversial, but... I know we had talks of was Steph Curry the most deserving to win United Feet. Whether he is or not, he did it. So the number two, we're gonna move into football. I got Adrian Peterson, 2012-2013. The year he won the MVP, led the league in rushing, broke two thousand yards, all coming off ACL tear. That was one of the first things that was one, that was one of the first ones that I wrote down. And then number one, I have Peyton Manning, 2013-2014. Set the season single passing record uh, by yards. Set the single touchdown. Won the MVP. So that's my five. So go ahead and give me yours. So I had a, I have a few of the same as yours. So my number five is fifteen sixteen Curry. Uh, number four is uh, two thousand seven Tom Brady. Number three is sixteen seventeen Westbrook. Number two is. I didn't really see this happen, but I was alive for it, so I counted it anyway. 2001, Barry Bonds. 
and then uh, number one is Peyton Manning, 2013, like you said. Uh, you forgot something. You forgot to put your asterisk on number two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, we'll get in that conversation in a minute. But oh. that is it. that is a conversation I have on them. So, just, just like, but yeah, it was. A, just like you said about Curry, I mean, he won the unanimous MVP. Just what his his ability to shoot from three that year. Just, I mean, it was just incredible. He shot fifty uh, percent from the field. Like with him shooting threes, like that's incredible. Forty five percent from three. I mean, he was unanimous Miss MVP, and uh, he was in the fifty forty ninety club, and he led his team to a seventy three and nine record without KD. Like it was pre KD. Yeah. And then uh, Tom Brady in two thousand seven, he had fifty touchdowns which he broke Peyton Manning's record from 2004, what was 49 touchdowns. Only threw eight interceptions, um, 4,800 yards, 300 yards per game, and led his team to a 16-0 regular season and one MVP. It's uh, it's crazy him and Curry, you know, they both led to, like, record. Yeah, record and, then, in, and then lost the title game, yeah. The, the title game. Like, that's just, it's kind of ironic, I feel like. 1617 Westbrook historic I remember I watched about 70 games of that season just it was the season after Katie left it's just it was storybook really what he did in clutch time just just willing his team to to victories hitting game winners after game winners just the clutch shot against the nuggets when he uh on the day he he broke Oscar Robinson's triple double record. Then he, then he sealed like he clinched the average of the triple double. And then going to that game, the game they're down by one. They inbound him and he hits like a like a twenty five footer and just drains it. And you're like, what? I mean, there was no better storybook ending. I mean, I guess a title would have been the best storybook ending, but. Him hitting that, it was just like one of the things that just, it really made me, it brought me to tears. Really, like it was just, it was just incredible. Like just incredible run that was, no doubt, probably the best, best year of his career, easily just shooting wise, points per game. Just, just the way he played. Like, if he could play that way again, the Thunder would be so much better. And then moving on, I have Barry Bonds. When we said we put the asterisk by. But this man had 73 home runs, and he had a 328 average, and had eight 863 slugging percentage. That's just incredible for a hitter. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I and, agree completely. And then number one, you already touched it, Peyton Manning, just breaking all them records. Yeah. Just yeah, I, I figured we'd probably have the same on there. Well, that will pretty much wrap up our NBA talk. Let's uh, let's get into our random thoughts and. Talk about them for a couple minutes, and then we'll wrap up. So, uh, the the first thing I wanted to say was, what do you think about the AAF shutting down? I I, I saw it. I mean, it's. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch but one game, so I really. Yeah, I watched I, one game. I have yeah. no. It was a great idea. I have no interest. I think. I think the NFL should pick it up, for a developmental league. I think it would be a good idea, but. Nobody would still watch it. I mean, nobody watches the G League. It's just, it's just one of those things of of the 
it's not top talent, you know. I don't know, but and then we ha- have uh, we have the Red Sox slow start. I was surprised when I checked the stands that day. I believe they were one in five or so. I was really, and I know that the first six games don't decide a season, but I mean, yeah, for both it just it was shocking. We really hyped them up last episode. Yeah, I man. know. I hope they turn it around. I think they will, but well, we're gonna look like idiots, you know. But I, be, yeah. I think they'll turn around. And, and sticking to baseball, I know this is big for you. I don't want to butcher his name, so give it to me. <laughs> the Braves extended Acuna for what was it, six years? Yeah, a hundred million. million yeah. With steel. Yeah, and that's a lot steel. of money for a young player. And I cannot believe Acuna didn't. Really bet on himself, cause I mean I I get it you know the security cause he'll still be young in six years and he he'll get a two hundred three hundred whatever million deal then he'll be by I guess he'll be about the same age Harper was yeah, or he'll is he'll be twenty seven you know so. but it's just like I feel like you know he could he sacrificed getting that money a little sooner for more security now so yeah. I get it I do get it and I think it's, I think it's a great for both well, if you, parties. If, if you if you hand me a contract and say it's a hundred million, I'm signing yeah. that baby in a heartbeat. Exactly, because you're not. Because the thing is, you're not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. He, he go out. There, I mean, God forbid, he go out there and get hurt. But yeah. and uh, another another thing is just Dirk retired tonight. Like as we're recording this podcast, you know, he was said he was going to see how he was feeling. You know, we already knew D Wade was going to have the farewell tour, but Dirk's retiring. So yeah, I'll be think, honest. I th- I didn't even. I, I totally thought he was having a farewell tour yeah. too. I thought he was retiring. I thought they, it was. They were kind of so treating it like that because they they really felt like it. But he made it official tonight. Sad to I mean, see two two legends is, like that go. Absolutely. You know? Two guys there in their prime of the career. They were kind of. I wouldn't say rivals, but you know they played in the the finals there a couple times against each other. All right. So last thing we'll wrap up with is so ne- next episode we're gonna. Uh, we'll, we got the Masters coming up, and I am a, I love the Masters so much. It, it it may be my favorite sport event. Like if you just terms of an event, like not really championship game. Like I, I put it in a different level than just championship games. It's an event, and I I just love the the Thursday to Sunday, It's just awesome. I mean, even Wednesday the par three contest and stuff. So I'm a big Masters guy. So we'll we'll recap the Masters and stuff next week. But I wanted to give my prediction. I don't know if even Falls has a prediction or not. I know he's not huge into golf, but. Uh, I think Brooks Koepka's going to win. That's my prediction, and we'll come back to it next week. And hopefully we have our golf analyst on next week, follows his buddy, but and we'll talk a little bit about the Masters and what he thinks. But, yeah, I, I've watched the Masters for since 2012 now when Bubba Watson won it, and I'll, and I'll give my story on it next week. But do you have a pick? Do you want to? Do you yeah, just want to so, make you just want to so, make a pick? So, so yeah, I, I've been – I've been thinking about this because you know, you know Grant, who we might have on next week. He's been talking about it, you know, nonstop. He's a huge golf guy. So you know, I've been I've been kind of listening to him and you know trying to see who I thought. I really want JT to win it. I would love Justin Thomas. Oh, to I win would love that. That's why I want to win it. I want him or Tiger to win it. But but Jordan Spieth at Augusta, you can't you can't doubt him. So you you're picking Jordan Spieth. I would love to see. JT win it. I would love to see Tiger win it, but I think Brooks Koepka will win it. 
I like Brooks Kepka. I watched the PGA Championship. That's the only good I did. One I watched. I watched. I, and I really watched PGA it just Tiger. I thought Tiger had a shot. But yeah, I did too. But Brooks, I like that, Brooks that's, that's the whole reason I was watching it. And then I started watching Brooks Kepka play, and he was just hitting all his shots. And and that's when I became a fan of him and really noticed him. So I, I really I, that's who I'm picking. And la- last thing on the Masters before we wrap up, uh, I saw a tweet. So Tiger's odds are fourteen to one. And a guy bet $85,000 on him to win the Masters. And it pays out one over a little over $1 million. And now here's it. Now, the reason, only reason I said that is because I'm not sure what it's called, but there's some predictive analytical thing out there that picks some, the winners and stuff. And they picked Patrick Reed last year, and Patrick Reed won. And they picked Tiger this year. So 14 to 1 odds on Tiger Woods. Who, and he's, he's 12th in the. Anybody want to start a GoFundMe for me, Caleb? <laughs> yeah. We'll donate. How much of you donate? We'll donate that percentage to <laughs> the million dollars. All right, that will wrap us up for episode two. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. and uh, Follow us on our Twitter page at C-O-T-B underscore podcast. Just follow us and uh, give us, you know. Give us some re- feedback. Reply to us. Tweet us, you know, direct messages. All right, well, that'll wrap it up. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you all next week. They said I got to come off the bench. (laughs) Come off the bench.